Chagiga Dav Tesvav Amid Beishir Number One with the second last thin line. Kinach Nafshei Da Acher. Continuing the discussion about Acher, Rabbi Elisha Ben Avuya, who uh, strayed from the Torah path, when he died, Onri Loi Made on the Dainei, Veloi La Alma Da Asi the, the heavenly court said we cannot judge him in Gehenim, nor can we take him into the next world. So we can't punish him and we can't reward him. We can't judge him. We can't put him in Gehenim because he, was, he learned Torah. His Torah is going to protect him. And we can't take him to the next world because he sinned. So he was uh, stuck, stuck in limbo. So I'm a Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir said, Better that they should judge him in Gehenim so that then he'll be allowed to be taken to the next world. So he said to himself, Rebbe Meir, his Talmud, When will I die, or when I die, I will cause smoke to come up from his grave. In a sense, he will make it that they'll take him down to Gehenim in order that he can have his atonement. And when Rebbe Meir did die, a pillar of smoke came up from the grave of Acher, as if to show that Acher was in Gehenim getting his punishment. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Is it such a big thing that you can burn your, your master, your teacher, your Rebbe? There was one amongst us. Are we not able to, to save him? Meaning he was, he was with us in the Torah. He, he learned Torah with us. Can we not save him from the fires of Gehenim? So, man, man, if I, if I take him by the hand, is anyone going to stop me? So, Omar, so Rabbi Yochanan then said, when, when I die, then I will extinguish the fire, the smoke, which is coming up from Acher's grave. So he was saying that he was going to pull him out of Gehenim and then he could um, go to the, uh, the next world. And when Rabbi Yochanan died, the pillar of smoke stopped coming up from Acher's grave. And a certain eulogizer who was eulogizing Rabbi Yochanan said, even the, the watchman at the door, meaning the 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 guard at the gate of Gehenim, um, could not stand in front of you, our teacher. Um, saying that Rabbi Yochanan could go into Gehenim and grab Acher and pull him out and the watchman couldn't even stop him. The daughter of Acher came in front of Rebbe one day. She said to him, Rebbe, Parnaseini, can you please support me? Give me food. Give me finance. Omar law. So he says to her, Basmiat, who, whose daughter are you? Who's your father? Omar law. She said to him, I'm the daughter of Acher. Omar law. So Rebbe says to her, Does he still have progeny alive in the world? But the Possek says, in reference to the wicked, Nechad. Neither child nor grandchild will be, Ba'amo will be in his, uh, in his people. And there will be no remnant in his, the place where he lived, meaning that the family tree of the Rasha will be wiped out completely. 
So he was surprised that this daughter of Achir was still alive. Amr she said to him, Remember him for his Torah. Don't remember him for his actions, for his bad actions. Miyad, immediately, Yarda Eish, a fire came down from Shemaim as a represent as a representing the Torah of Ach, of Acher, the Rebbe, and it started surrounding and licking the couch that Rebbe was sitting on. Bocha, he started crying. And Rebbe said, If the power of the Torah is so strong, even for the people who are ashamed to, uh, ashamed to be uh, uh, attributed to it, all the more so will the power of the Torah be for the, for the people who, are, who find praise in being associated with Torah. So he's saying that if Acher, who didn't want to be attributed to Torah, nevertheless his Torah still had such a power, all the more so the people who are happy to be attributed with the Torah. For Rebbe Meir, now the Gemara asks a very, very important question. For Rebbe Meir, who was Acher's Talmud, and he was still learning by Acher, even after Acher had gone off the derech, Rebbe Meir, how could he have been learning Torah from the mouth of Acher after he'd gone sour? So it says, It says, He says, What's Pshat in the Posuk, which says, That the lips of the Kohen will guard the knowledge. And you will request Torah from their, their, their mouths. Because he's an angel of Hashem, the, uh, the, the leader of the, of the legions. So, What's the drasha from that pasuk? If the Rebbe, the teacher, is like an angel, means he's a very, very, obviously a, a man of high regard and stature, then then you can request Torah from his mouth. For him love, but if not, he's a man of ill repute, then then you shouldn't be learning Torah from him. So that's a question against Rebbe Meir. How could he have learned Torah by Acher? He certainly wasn't acting like a Malach Hashem Tzavakos. Amar Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish explains and answers for Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir kra ashkach v'darish. Rebbe Meir had a posuk that he was relying on. Because the posuk says, Hat aznacha v'shma divrei chachamim v'liba chatoshis l'daiti. It says you should turn your ear and listen to the words of the chachamim. And your heart should should be uh, should turn to my knowledge, my opinion. So the drasha is ladaitam lo It doesn't say you should you should set your heart to their knowledge or their opinions. Ela ladaiti. It's Hashem speaking, saying, "Listen to the words of the chachamim, but pay attention to my das, what I want." So as if to say that you could learn the Torah from the chachamim, but you have to still stay with the correct hashkafa from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So that's what Rebbe Meir was doing. He was learning from Acher and he was relying on his ability to be able to stay straight with Hashem's uh, opinions. Rav Chanina, Rav Chanina says there's another Pasuk that Rebbe Meir could have uh, been learning. It says, Shimi listen my daughter and see, Fahati and, and turn your ear, and, and forget your people, and the house of your father. Meaning that there's a possibility for a person to be able to learn Torah from somebody, but not pay attention to his actions. So that's a justification for Rebbe Meir. The, post, the Gemara says, Kashu Nevertheless, we've got a contradiction between the Psukim. On the one hand, your Rebbe has to be an angel. On the, on the other hand, you can learn from him and ignore that he's not an angel. So which is it? Kasha, the Gemara says, it's not difficult. If the Talmud, the student, is a great person and he's mature enough to be able to 
filter out and take the good and leave the bad, then he can learn from a Rebbe who might not be behaving in the correct way. But if he's a small person, if he's either young, he's not mature enough, he hasn't developed, and he will be led astray, he won't be able to filter out the bad, so then he has to learn from a Rebbe who's he's like an angel. He also Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Omar, he said, Ami Rava, they said in the West, Rebbe Meir Ochel Tachla Vashado Shichla, that Rebbe Meir was like he was eating a date, and he would eat the outer part and throw away the pit from inside, so he could filter the good from the bad. Vashado Shichla Labara. Doris Rava, Rava made a drasha. Maidichsev, what's pshat in the verse that says, that I went down to the, the, the nut field, the garden of the nuts, and, I, uh, and I, to see the, 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 the trees growing by the, uh, the river. So this going down to the, the, the garden of nuts is a reference of going down to the, the people who learn Torah. So the Gemara asks, Why is a Talmud Chacham um, compared to a nut? So it says, To tell you this idea that we learned from Acher. Just like a nut. Even though, even though if you drop it on the floor, it can get covered with filth and dirt and unpleasant things. But nevertheless, but that which is inside, it doesn't get spoiled. So too a Talmud Chacham. Even though he went off, he became, he became bad in his actions. His Torah is not despised and it's not disgusting. He met Eliyahu. Omale, he said to Elio, my Ka'avid HaKadosh Baruch what is Hashem doing right now? Omale, Elio says back to him, Ka'ama Shmaisa Mi Pumayu Dekuluhu Rabbonin. Hashem is reciting Torah in the names of all of the rabbis. Umi Pumay De Rebbe Meir Loi Ka'amar. But he's not quoting any Torah in the name of Rebbe Meir. Omale, so he asks Elio, am I? Why not? And he answers, Mishum Dekagama Shmaite Mi Pumay Deacher, because Rebbe Meir learned Torah from the mouth of Acher. Omar Lehi, he says back to him, Amai, Rebbe Meir rimoin matzah, toichoi achel kliposek zorak. Rebbe Meir found a, a pomegranate. He, he ate the, uh, the seeds inside and he threw away the peel. So, like we were saying, Rebbe Meir was able to discern and filter the good from the bad. Omar Lehi, so Elio says, Oh, hashtaka amma, now Hashem has accepted that defense of Rebbe Meir. And now Hashem is saying, Meir b'ni oimer. Meir, my son, says, and, he quote, and now Hashem is quoting Torah from the, from the, in the name of Rebbe Meir. When a person is in suffering, what does the Shechina, the Divine Presence, say? It says, that my head is sore and my arm is sore. So if Hashem suffers pain, so to speak, because of the, the blood spilt of the, the blood of the wicked that's being spilt, then all the more so all the more so is Hashem upset when the blood of the righteous is spilt. So we said as a summary, a justification for Rebbe Meir learning Torah from Hashem, and now Hashem accepted, uh, uh, learning Torah from Acher, and now Hashem accepts that and quotes Rebbe's name, Rebbe Meir's name up above. And we also said uh, the story with Acher's daughter, that there was such a thing as being remembered for the Torah and not for the bad deeds.